When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome back. So a theme on this channel that I am always going to be hammering home, even years from now, is the importance of individuals taking control of their own financial life. And and that sounds like a great idea, but it also sounds like something that that hundreds, thousands of other financial experts and advisors and and motivational speakers have said already in the past, but specifically what I'm talking about is not necessarily the individuals that are struggling to save money or get out of debt or just save for retirement. I mean, that's important, but specifically what I'm talking about are the individuals that oftentimes are in their 40s, 50s, 60s, maybe already in retirement, and they believe that financially speaking, they're safe. And because of that, they've become very complacent, right? The, the idea is that, you know, in past generations, using tools like 401ks, IRAs, annuities, etc., or just straight cash in a savings account, or uh, having something to, to pay out to you once you retire, whether that's social security or, or a pension fund, those techniques have worked in the past. And I have no reason to believe that it's not going to work for me. That's kind of the the line of thought I think in many of these individuals. They believe they're they're safe, that they're set up for a a good retirement, a retirement that you know, aligns with with what they would expect. However, I think that complacency ultimately is going to be rewarded with with a far less prosperous retirement than they initially expected. Simply put, I think these individuals believe that their current financial future is based on a series of promises. And in some cases it is with a pension fund, with a social security, it's essentially a promise. However, they're going to find out over time that just because somebody, in this case, the U.S. government or state or something promises something doesn't mean that they're going to keep their promise. And I was reminded of this, you know, the other night I was watching a TV show that some of you likely are familiar with. It's called The Office, of course, the U.S. version versus the U.K. version that I was watching. And there's one specific episode that any Office fan uh, likely is aware of and, and possibly even avoids because of how uncomfortable of an episode it is. It's called Scott's Tots. Okay, and and bear with me here. Even if you haven't seen the show, I, I suggest you check this one out. This episode, it's over on Netflix, and I think it's a great comparison to to the current financial picture of so many individuals here in in the United States and then elsewhere across you know the developed world. Scott Stotts. Okay, so the the premise of this episode, the synopsis, is Michael Scott, the the manager of this Dunder Mifflin paper company. Uh, the Scranton branch. He, you know, one day is is talking to his secretary, his assistant, and he's kind of in distress. He's worried about something, so he's asking some people for advice. Long story short, they come to find out that Michael, ten years prior, had made a promise to a whole bunch of eight-year-olds, now eighteen-year-olds, that he would pay 
for their college. And he called them Scott's Tots because he expected uh, by the time he was in his 40s, his 30s, he'd be a millionaire, a billionaire, and, and it would be no problem to pay for. I mean, Michael Scott's is is, is a bit of a, an idiot, basically, the character. But that was his expectation. He made this promise he's going to pay for their retirement. And they've gone through the last 10 years, uh, sorry, not pay for their retirement, pay for their college tuition. And they've gone through the last 10 years uh, basically prepping for that. And so they're inviting him to their classroom to basically be honored for what he's doing. And, and he has no intention of ever paying that because he doesn't have nearly enough money, right? He's a, he's a mid-level manager. And so he gets invited to this school. And, you know, he goes through, the, you know, and eventually it's just extremely uncomfortable because all of a sudden these kids realize that this promise that they've been counting on for the last 10 years is a sham, and, and of course, Michael's the bad guy. And I'm not going to say that he's not the bad guy, right? Of course, he's the bad guy for just breaking this promise, right? Of course, he didn't owe them anything necessarily, right? I don't think it was written in stone or anything. There's no contract. But he did promise his individuals college tuition. And of course, he's breaking that promise. And in fact, he even uh, tries to, to make up by, by offering them uh, laptop batteries, he makes it sound like he's going to offer them laptops at least, but then it's just laptop batteries, right? And in many ways, I, I I find that comparable to, I think, what many retirees will experience. Pennies on the dollar, right? They're, they're going to get a, a small amount of what they initially expected. But anyways, uh, this happens, and, and, and of course, he's, he's kind of disgraced and whatnot, and it's just another day in the life of Michael Scott. But again, I think it you have to ask yourself, yes, Michael's the bad guy. But who's the foolish one here? Yes, Michael is because he expected to be a millionaire or billionaire, even though he he's just a manager at a paper branch. However, you got to think that these kids were kind of fooled as well, right? They They were promised something, and they didn't look a whole lot further than that. Now, of course, it's just a TV show. I don't want to overanalyze things. But the situation that these kids are in I think is very similar to a lot of soon-to-be retirees. Whether it has to do with something like Social Security or pension funds, where there's actually a promise from the U.S. government or, or something along those lines. Or just individuals that have a large retirement account and have been told by conventional wisdom or by whatever that it's enough, that it's more than enough for them to retire comfortably. I think at the end of the day, they're going to wind up, there's going to be a lot of people that wind up with uh, proverbial laptop batteries versus the college tuition that they were looking for or the comfortable retirement that they were looking for. And yes, it's the U.S. government or the federal government or, or the state governments, county, city, whoever it is that are paying out these pensions that is ultimately at fault for that, right? But still, that doesn't change the fact that it's going to happen. Just because Michael Scott went back on his promise doesn't change the fact that they still have to find a way to pay for college. Right? And the same is true for retirees. It doesn't change. I mean, you can be mad about it, but it doesn't change the fact that now your retirement plans are in the trash. You have to find something new to do. It doesn't change the fact that you got duped. 
And the same is true for for those that are throwing their money into these different accounts. I'm not saying for sure they're going to fail, right? There, there's no for sures in the financial world. I have a little bit more conviction about something like pensions and social security failing, or at least being worth far less than what they are right now, than I have convictions about saying something like maybe like a 401k or an IRA or just, or just a straight retirement portfolio that somebody manages, right? But still, in many ways, they're, they're in a similar boat of, of falling interest rates, of rising debt, of a secular slowing of the economy that threatens future gains in the stock market, threatens the future solvency of commercial uh, and, and government bonds, right? Those are things that are going to, to provide an existential threat to today's pension funds, to today's uh, social security, as well as all of these other uh, tools that people use to, to save for retirement. Again, I would highly suggest you watch this episode, if nothing else, just for the entertainment. But I think it's a perfect comparison to to the situation that so many soon-to-be retirees are in right now. And that's a complacency that I'm looking to fight. Like, yes, financial literacy is important, getting out of debt, saving money, precious metals. Those things are all, all things that I would say are important. But what about those people that have the means, maybe aren't in a whole lot or any debt, have a lot socked away for retirement, and believe that they're somehow safe. That complacency, I think, is going to come back to bite them. As always, thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for watching this video, listening to this podcast, and God bless.